Daryl Ross. Paul Moore. How's it going? What's going? Uh, welcome to number four of the the Daryl Ross and Paul Moore show. <laughs> I thought it was what, State of the Start. It is called State of the Start. Yeah. I, I, I was actually talking to an entrepreneur two days ago, and he had the best description for what it was like getting... Uh, a startup off the ground. He said, "You just have to get used to living bipolar. <laughs> you're like going to have gr- you're going to have great days, and you're going to have horrible days, and very, very few. Right, and all long days. They're yeah. all long. Very, yeah. How's uh? So today, but you also like, you're, you're you also own a restaurant, so I feel like that factors into the long days. Like you're yeah, open till eleven what? midnight. Yeah, see, that's yeah, a that's a crazy. It's a crazy sector." You gotta like the state of that start. <laughs> bananas. What are we talking about today? On state of the start. Okay. Paul Moore and Daryl Ross. So uh how it got official. I'm even gonna set up now. No, I like that. I I like I thought it was uh, official as soon as we started going. Oh, and oh. also we're we're drinking water, which I'm we're sorry. supposed to note it sounds like this. Yeah, in case you hear different sounds, um that's us putting water down. Yeah, there's also a plant. That's what that sounds like. Um, yeah, so it's an inside joke. We're just yeah. You and I uh, occasionally go on the road, and we're going to Minneapolis, and we're going to talk about shared leadership. This is not something like that's necessarily like shared leadership in a startup. Although it could apply, right? So like state of the start. What's this? But I think that what we're trying to do is we're talking about a startup ecosystem and right. what role does shared leadership play in that. So here is yeah. my my hypothesis. All right. This isn't really a hypothesis. This is just a direction I was going to take. And, and I think we should, before you get into your hypothesis, yeah, let, no, get into it. that shared leadership is, is one of the three things I think we find core to the model, right? So shared leadership with uh, equitable, accessible platforms that offer opportunity for entrepreneurship. Um, and then, of course, you have to add the policy level, advocacy, whatever word you're comfortable with. Okay. So of those that three pieces intense. today, I think we're trying to dive a little deeper into <laughs> shared leadership. How is that intense? It's our work, right? I don't know. Are those not the three things? Have we changed it? That is, well, I mean, well, when you say the model. The Start Garden model. This is the state of the startup. Yeah. Yeah, and the Start Garden model. We played off of Start Garden and Startup. Well, this is where where I think we got to jump into. Uh, Your your favorite thing to say, which which I No, I'm going back to your hypothesis. Yeah, I was going to start with uh, you cannot case level. It can work. be your hypothesis. If that's what I always say. I'm not saying it's my. I was <laughs> you, my. You said this is going to be my hypothesis. So I'm waiting for some like new hypothesis. It's a You're really. Going to <laughs> I came up with this phrase. All right, let's let's hear it. That you can't case level work your way to systems level change. Oh, brilliant! I like that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm really good at like. <laughs> Stringing really words together <laughs> in a way that's it kind of has like a rhythm to it. It feels like it rhymes. Yeah, it's like I'm you a. Did. It's you like did. That's that's pretty. So when you like when you say that, what does that though. mean to you? What does that mean? You can't case level work your way to system wide change. When you hear that, what? I mean, it's your hypothesis. So <laughs> tease that out for me. Uh, <laughs> Daryl actually originated that. Um, I so, actually did. not <laughs> And we have talked about like like there is a there is a like you have an ability to rhyme or just create like a rhythm in words that I don't have that I'm kind of jealous of. It's a black thing. I I know it that's is. what you explained that it's uh 
it's like an, an mm-hmm. I don't know, it's a tradition that I just, that obviously my Irish and Scottish ancestors did not participate in. Yeah, but you guys do the jig or something, right? We drink a lot. Yeah, see, there a you go. A lot. Um, yeah, so <laughs> leadership is bringing that together. It's rhyming while drinking. It's bringing <laughs> rhyming and drinking into the same That's right. place. Right. Um, yeah, case level, work your way to systems level change. I think what it means is you can't, you can't, whatever you're really skilled at doing, mm-hmm. you bring it in and you, and you take, say, an entrepreneur is what we're talking about in this okay. case. Uh, you work with that entrepreneur. You work towards success. You're always working within whatever, whatever the system that you're living in, you know, right. or the analogies often used, like whatever the water the fish is swimming in, um, can either support or right. completely uh, dismantle. I think another way of saying that is um, <laughs> we can work with a, with a way to rhyme that. We can work with a, a you can work with a lot of individual entrepreneurs or uh, entrepreneurial programs such as. Um, business plan writing or or those things, um, and let's say you have tremendous success and you have mm-hmm. tremendous success for the that said entrepreneur, it's still hard to scale that right. Yeah. So that doesn't mean now that you are changing on a systems level the disparities amongst uh, amongst entrepreneurs. You're not providing an opening opportunity up for all entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference between some of that case-level work or what you would call traditional economic development and ecosystem yeah. building, which, again, ecosystem building, I, I think, is affecting the water that the fish swim in. Yeah. Where, oh, watch, watch where I'm going to go with this. Oh, where no. economic development and case-level, it's working on the fish. Yes. See? Yeah, like yeah. That, I, see? yeah no, that was, that was yeah, good. See? I wasn't like, what? He just said the fish. Well, I mean. But, yeah. It's good. I mean, I, oh. I, I think it's. I think you I was trying it. to work with your water, so you know. I you think gave me... I think you nailed it. Um, but I think that no, I think when you said scale, that actually just like right. boop, that's exactly what you're talking about. You're saying okay, because I think it, it's not like I think in government there's supposed to be a systems level work that goes on, but what's missing you would is assume. That you one would assume one would assume. Uh, but what's missing is that there's not an actual like hands, you know, boots on the ground, dirty hands, figuring out, like, I'm working with four or five entrepreneurs, all of them experiencing the same problem. What would it look like for me to fix the problem for them and the other hundred that come after? Or, right, right, or ask ourselves, why are we working on this problem? Right. You know, and start moving the work upstream. Yeah, does the problem even even need to exist, or is it just the the side effect of a much larger problem that needs to be attacked? Which, which again is, is, I would say, is the ecosystem building part, right? It's yeah. moving the obstacles and creating the opportunities, making sure you have fluidity within the ecosystem, versus concentrating on one entrepreneur, one sector, yeah. um, and thinking somehow you're going to get to this this change in entrepreneurship in, in said communities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you were to contrast shared leadership and um, single leadership, <laughs> like, like let's say you had it on a, a paper, shared leadership on one side. Single leadership on the other side. Yeah. Talk me through that. What's those differences? <laughs> okay. I think this is what this is where I'm where I'm going. This actually is the Paul hypothesis, which is why it's gonna come oh, up as not rhyming. This would be well. hypothesis two. You're yeah. on the road today. Yeah, you are yeah, you're not gonna let me go. Oh, let go. Just... Um so opportunity formation mm-hmm. versus business formation. A lot of people are tracking. They're counting how many businesses are started due to a program, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, a single leader could be saying, I, my work is effective because we've started this many businesses. I think when we get together, we talk about opportunity. Is, it, does our community have opportunities? So what's different about that that requires shared leadership is every community is going to be reached with an opportunity in a different way, maybe. Does that resonate? Not yet, but... Oh. Keep going on that. I thought it did for me. Um, no, that's what I'm saying. So are you, are you saying then the different perspectives identify different opportunities and then you bring that into? I just don't know where you're going with it. Yeah, I think you're looking holistically. Like So So a tech company seeking an opportunity, that's different from necessarily uh, an 18-year-old kid who wants to try entrepreneurship out uh, for the first time seeking an opportunity, which mm-hmm. could be different from – you know, trying to overcome historical disparities in which, you know, uh, a black or brown kid has grown up in a neighborhood where they didn't see entrepreneurs that look like them, you know, well, or didn't see things that, you know, maybe were identified as entrepreneurs, but people that were living very entrepreneurially, but working around a lack of opportunity versus actually like having an opportunity that actually I mean, one of the benefits of shared leadership is it naturally allows you to scale, right? I mean, just Mm -hmm. intuitively from a, even from a quantitative standpoint, you, you have a single led organization and let's say you have the most committed person and he's putting 60 hours a week in. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if you have two or three leaders, that's still 180 hours. So just quantitatively, you have more hours working on on the mission, right? Yeah. the other is is it does take a, a lot of commitment to, of time. So again, you're just magnifying that as you do that, um, and you add your as as it increases your engagement with the community and so forth in those different capacities, you're actually able to scale your work. So it's it's more than just making your organization great. You actually then have the ability. If we're talking scale, shared shared leadership gives you ability to to. I guess be impactful way outside your organization and an immediate community, and you can start working on the policy work, policy level, and ecosystem mm-hmm. level um, so, a lot easier because the work it takes a lot to do the work, and it takes yeah. a lot to understand the work. Um, and shared leadership comes in with, I guess, the understanding and appreciation that there is no one size fits all, and not one perspective can do it all. Right, right. And I think Star Garden specifically, we have four. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been a lot for people to try to get their heads wrapped around. You know, and when I say people, I mean like our board of directors. Uh, frequently, somebody says, like, "Well, how do you guys make a decision?" Um, assuming that somehow there's this gridlock. Right. You know, that, um, shared leadership though is messy. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so if you like working in white space, literally um, <laughs> <laughs> nine to five, you know, you want to do list. Yeah. Um, you want to be fed, and and you you, you don't seek. Yeah. Um, shared leadership is messy, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of organizations don't like mess, right? So I think, but though, messy, messy sounds like risky. It sounds like inefficient. It sounds like um, like it's it it creates disorder and chaos. I think that what I my experience, and this is this is uh, right now we're two white guys, right? Uh, you, Daryl. The black guy, Jorge Gonzalez, the Hispanic. I, we don't I, have a female. You just said right now we're two white guys. I'm like, I'm waiting for you to say something after that. But go ahead. Not you and I. I know. I, I, I'm sorry. Okay, I, you're right. I got to explain that in a way that actually makes sense if someone doesn't know. Yeah. Um, so, like, our model is we have uh, four directors, right? There's me, 
there's Mike Morin, there's you, there's Jorge Gonzalez. Intentionally, it was um, people that were working in economic development, that were leaders in the community, getting together. We are lacking uh, a female in this shared leadership, which I think is we all recognize as a deficit and something that we've got uh, on our minds as far as how can we bring that in. Um, but it, but it is have a whole basketball team. I know. Well, and that and that's sort of like the the, right. the 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 blank space that we move into is is at what point uh, because you went from an organization where it was two to now it's an organization yeah. where it's four. Our board of directors is like, how do you guys do this with four? They've actually been pretty open minded and have come a long way as far as um and right, right. being patient with us as we start to under explain how the dynamic works or trusting us as they don't understand it, right? Yeah. And I would still go back to messy. I think we try to run from that, but I would say the problems we're solving is messy. We're yeah. solving, you know, a historical marginalization that provided entrepreneurial opportunities for people at a disparate pace, right? We're we're yeah. we're working on um building entrepreneurship in communities where English may not be the first language. Right. Right. So maybe messy, discomfort, whatever. I think we have to get out of this box where we can put this nice bow and these nice definitions on it. Mm -hmm. It is messy. It it is mimicking community. Community work, um, entrepreneurial work, ecosystem work takes in a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different histories. You have to understand those in order to be impactful amongst the different subsegments so so yeah. you have to you have to bring that in house right we we can't be effective in black and brown communities if <laughs> we don't have black and brown people i mean it's, it's kind of common sense but it mm-hmm. seems to be innovative now in in america but yeah we well and i was actually even thinking the other day it's like because uh, we also get asked a lot like well where did you get the idea from or where else is this because everybody sort of thinks like this right. must be happening someplace that i haven't heard about and i didn't read an article about it in Fast Company or something. Right. Um, so where did this model come from? And I was thinking the other day, I was like, well, actually, I think there's a there's a judicial branch, a legislative branch, <laughs> right, and right, an executive right. branch. So you right. could say it comes from the Constitution. Right. And orga- um, organizationally, you see it a lot of, in healthcare systems. Yeah. Um, it's usually more black and white, um, not literally, but mm-hmm. you know where you have the manager versus the clinician or, or the doctor. Yeah. So shared leadership structures, I mean aren't necessarily new. I think I think using them in an effective way to to have impact across and and provide opportunities for everybody may yeah. be different. Well and right. I think that a lot of the business structure comes from this is my this is an actual hypothesis. Okay. Three. Um but a lot of a lot of business management is birthed right around the time of the Great World Wars, right at the early part of the last century, where you have an entire generation of men who were mm-hmm. the the workforce, right, because it was typical for the uh, women to stay home. Like, they came back from a structure of you have one person at the top, right. they issue a command, the command filters down, like it, which is a great structure if you want to do something extremely okay. fast, if you want to be super efficient, mm-hmm. and if you want no questions ass you have to just deliver a result that's an efficient structure for that context but for and i think i would say case level for a very specific target art yeah right. for a very specific like yeah i mean it's uh um if you were if you were running if, well you know for instance running a restaurant right mm-hmm. somebody's got to be able to tell everybody like we're doing this right now right mobilize and go do it because we have to react before all these customers stand up right, and walk right. out <laughs> 
Um, but at that sort of uh, systems level, or you know, where we would think things like government play, it has a lot more. You need a much. You need to slow down, take that three hundred and sixty perspective, figure out how this this thing should work and right. how it would best work for everybody, so that when it's actually put into place, it's not right. A disaster, right? Or it's or it's opening up the opening up the funnel, like a like our sort of. We 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 talked on a different podcast about our one hundred program where it's 100 aspiring entrepreneurs getting launched each year, 10 get another $20,000 to keep going. Crafting that thing took us about a year, and it was a very like hands-on mm-hmm. sport, having all these different perspectives for how would it roll out. The results were phenomenal, right? but it, we definitely, we couldn't just, it wasn't one person just coming up with that right. idea and launching it. Yet. Well, and you, and you said something about efficiency and I guess the old hierarchy of leadership being a measured by as a more efficient model or seen as a more efficient model. I would yeah. say shared leadership, the efficiency is measured on the backside, yeah. on the impact, right? So now you actually have impact. So if you're actually measuring it against providing opportunity for everybody and all mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, um, in all capital letters, all entrepreneurs having the same ability, same opportunity to be successful, mm-hmm. You're going to be way more efficient with different perspectives and all hands on deck and shared leadership. So, so again, it just depends on where you're measuring the efficiency, which is, to your point, the conversation we have with our board and the wider community and so forth because it's like, okay, you have a lot of money being spent on payroll. Mm-hmm. It seems messy. We don't understand mm-hmm. this. It's, it's messy. Yeah. Um, but well, and, again, it's, and it's a lot of money at the when you're looking at the structure at the, at the top level. It's right. actually um, probably – less or a wash when you start to right. look at the staff level because you don't need as much support staff right. to do what yeah for we're all player for we're all player directors. coaches yeah um and then yeah then you look at the results of 100 ideas and so forth um where you said in six to 12 months we put our heads together came out with a accessible equitable opportunity platform that works we don't have to rework it we don't have to go back and now say you know what we those blacks were unrepresented. Let's go have this subcommittee. <laughs> you know, we need to, we had to, oh, you know what? The, now we need to add some Latinos to the subcommittee and we yeah. should meet for six months because, so when you are purposeful and intentful up front with shared leadership and shared perspectives, yeah. it is way more efficient um, on the back end as, as far as combating some of those things. If, so, if yeah. you really want to do that and you really want to put policy and measurement in front of your rhetoric, right? So why not, why not, why wouldn't it have been as effective, throwing out some examples, mm-hmm. uh, for us to just create a diversity and inclusion committee, A, uh, or B, for us to just have more diverse voices on our board of directors but not actually have in the organization at the leadership level the four different like if it was one leader, because mm-hmm. this I think happens frequently. You get the one leader, and either underneath the leader they do the committee, and then above right, the leader right. they they try to do diversity at the board level. But you still got that one filter right there in the middle. Yeah, I mean boards aren't designed to do the work, so mm-hmm. so we definitely need board diversity. But I would say it's in, it's for other purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, very, I would argue, um, and I've been executive director a couple of times that diverse boards don't necessarily bring diverse outcomes or outcomes around diversity. And I would also say diversity is a very low bar. It's like cultural competency. I would hope it like hell you're competent of talking to an Asian or a Latino. I mean, so that whole, mm-hmm. so it's just 
you can be diverse as a photo shoot when you're really talking about inclusion and wealth building and measuring it based on the wealth accumulation that work looks different and you need people who understand the historical context in which their communities are situated. Quite honestly, it looks different, and there's different tools that are needed if you're an African-American entrepreneur versus a Latino entrepreneur versus a white entrepreneur. It's not because of anything, but it just is. Um, mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you have a better perspective and understanding that. I don't, you, you're only gifted, and you're beautifully gifted as coming to the table as a white male. I'm Thank beautifully you. gifted at coming to the table as a black male. Jorge is Latino male. Um, and you, again, you take those perspectives, and you're always going to get a better decision and, and more impact, yeah. um, regardless of my intentions, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, again, it seems very common sense, but it's mm -hmm. because of the mess that that looks like and the discomfort. Yeah. And we, maybe we got to figure out a different word, but I just say people need to people need to stop fronting. I mean, shit, their personal life is messy. Their, yeah. the, the work <laughs> life is messy. I mean, the, like, the world is, the world yeah, is messy, you know what I mean? So, so why do you think that you're going to go again into this, that, this, that these structures that are, are designed to not be messy? And, and be, this isn't the military. This is, this is community oh, yeah. and ecosystems, All that, all that right? joke that, uh, I mean, uh, that running a business is, is a blast if you could only uh, do right. it without any customers or any employees. Right. And look, um, yeah, look, look what yeah. running government like a business has got us, right? I mean, we have mm -hmm. an anti-prosperity agenda. But I would, I die. Oh, or, man. Yeah, this is, you, you know, uh, Trump is visiting in the next few hours. Uh, our I town. wasn't aware of that. Yeah, it's oh. a rally. Um, so I didn't make it to black media. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but no. See, but, but another piece of shared leadership. Getting uncomfortable. No, and, so, and we should highlight that, though. I mean... <laughs> We we have shared leadership, but there's there's different. We we include different um, parties, different political beliefs, yeah. um, different lifestyles, different everything. So I mean, we truly are diverse. So this well, isn't this isn't you know again a, a photo shoot where you know it's um, it's you know I'm, I'm on the right, but look, I got Clarence Thomas. Like no, this is right. we we have authentic people. I don't know how comfortable yeah. I can say. We have authentic people representing true diversity. Well, and I would, and I would say that when there's a respectfulness for the work and mm -hmm. a priority of the work. Because we yeah. get asked, too, like, well, well, what do you do when you fight? Well, I mean, that's actually not an uncommon thing as far right. as, like, fighting and arguing over something. Right. But everybody wants to see the best result exactly. come about, and that usually comes through conflict. And it right. does seem like we got a whole... Uh, so what's like really, like what a cultural really? thing where there's not... If, if there's conflict, something went wrong. Trying to avoid the mess, bro. Tell him. Um, and again, I think again, that's the that's the great part of shared leadership is you put your individual egos and approach at the door to actually get to a better conclusion. Mm -hmm. um, and it should be healthy dialogue as to the best way to provide opportunity, undo historical marginalization, change uh, economic development work to ecosystem work. You can't have that without um, robust conversations, but iron sharpens iron. I mean, um, and it's, I guess it takes the right type of personality, but I would be very concerned if I, if I had the arrogance or worked with anybody who had the arrogance to feel that they could achieve what we're doing just single-handedly. Yeah. Yeah, but that is also um, it's kind of like almost like the uh, the the disaster of, of of everybody feeling like they have to be an expert. Like yeah. everybody feels like they have to write the book and give the TED talk no. alone. There was probably a time where these models worked in manufacturing and, and mm -hmm. so forth, and in yeah. the industrial revolution. But Not in the, the in, in the 
stage we're at now with technology and the blending of, of markets and so forth, again, you need a new approach. I mean, the market is now messy. You don't have just a tech company or a, a retail company. You're doing retail on tech platforms. Right. So as, as these markets merge and as this stuff, i got to get a new word, um, well, I mean, because, we, we, we keep calling it the and economy. Yeah. Like it's, it's not public right. or private. It's both public and right. private. It's not a small business or uh, a scalable startup. It can go. be both a small business and a scalable startup. Right. It, it's not about a neighborhood or, uh, you know, a, a tech startup community. It's about the neighborhood and the tech startup right. community. Yeah. 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 It's about the and. Nice. I, but that, that wasn't... I didn't come up with that. That's your fourth hypothesis. That's my fourth hypothesis that I will claim. There we go. Today. Yeah. Uh, um, how do you like this plant? I don't know. I wonder if it looks real on TV. Or uh, the uh, please write in and let us know if this plant looks real on YouTube. Uh, wait. Yeah, that's where we should sign off. If there's a question, you're getting a phone call there, so we should definitely sign off. Um, email hello at starkgarden.com. Listen to us. Stay at the start. We're now on Spotify. Twitter, if you're at interested in Spotify. Paul Moore, Twitter at Daryl Ross. Yeah, um, I'm pretty terrible at the social media. I might be yeah. worse at social media than I am at email. I hope not. I'd, that would be a travesty. <laughs> but we are very. Uh, uh, what were you you were referring to? Gifts that I brought to the table just a moment ago. Yeah, you're a phenomenal gift in your own right. Thank you, thank you. See, you don't have to connect email <laughs> to giftedness. That's true. Um, sometimes I'm super responsive, but I have to be sitting there. Anyway. Yeah, what Murphy tells you. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you, Murphy. But anyway, that's, uh, that's our, what, what? That's State of the Start. Episode four. Episode four.